Hey y'all, I'm Bianca and I'm Shawnee and you're listening to Mindful BS, a weekly discussion about how we mindfully navigate through life's BS, the major, the minor, and everything in between. So you ready? Let's do it. Hey guys, welcome back. Another week, another episode of Mindful BS. Um, as always, we hope you guys had a great week. And we're just happy to be back. At least that's how I feel. How about you, Bianca? Yeah, I feel good. Um, we just got done recording for Brown Chicks. Honestly, Sundays are my favorite days. And that's because these are the days that we record our shows. And both of our shows are very important to me. And I just feel like they're fulfilling for me in different ways. So now that we just got done with four Brown Chicks, I'm feeling good about that. And everything that we put out to offer over there, moving on to our next platform, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great and ready to put out some good content over here. Yeah. And so obviously, if you listened to last week's episode, you know, especially with uh, recording this week, I was having a little moment, you know, I don't have any edges currently. So I know I mentioned last week that I was going to tell the girls that we weren't recording, but, you Her know. edges are fine. Her hair is fine. I'm actually so tired of Shiny. Like, yesterday she called me and she's like, I'm like, well, what time are we recording? Well, we're actually not, may not be able to record. I'll let you know when I get home because she just got her hair done. Y'all, every, literally every time Shiny go get her hair done, I have to deal with I don't even know what I'm going to do because it be looking great, though. It looks great. She's like, yeah, you've never even seen my hair this short. She doing all of this. And then she gets on the camera looking like the bad bitch that she always looks. So now I'm just like, what are we having this conniption for? I don't understand. All right. Well, whatever. It was nothing wrong with my hair this time. It was just a different... Because it was... I had to get it cut. It was damaged. Like, let's keep it real. I think I've shared this on here before. Me and my hair do not have a loving relationship with each other. It's very much so love-hate. And with that being said, I don't always get a chance to, like, take care of it like I should. So this whole year, the pandemic, you know, not being able to get in and see um, my stylist, it took a toll on my hair. And we had to just snip, snip, snip and, you know, keep what was good. So um, it was different for me. It was much shorter than it's been in a very long time, which obviously, you know, when you grow your hair out to cut it again, it's, you know, it's tough. But I agree with Bianca. My initial thoughts were definitely me just overthinking. The edges are still, I mean, we gonna just work with what we got. But um, overall my hair, I mean, it, it was okay. So if you guys are curious to see what that looks like, just check out one of the the new episodes of four brown chicks because y'all let me know okay like are they there or are they not because I say they are not and Bianca I guess I think she's just trying to be a good friend y'all but whatever no I would tell her like girl I, I definitely uh grabbed you some black edge control on the way to the store like if it was really that deep like <laughs> I would help my <laughs> like I would help my girl out but honestly I just feel like she's being a little dramatic but that's okay well outside of that though I feel like this week has been great for me too like I personally don't have any complaints about this week at all. No, I actually didn't have any complaints about this week either. If I'm being honest and reflecting and thinking about last week, it went by pretty fast and I didn't have any complaints. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful week, which is kind of nice because as you guys know, with everything that's going on, sometimes it's nice to have a day or a week or whatever where you like, you know what? Things felt good, you know? Yeah. Especially when you meet because typically there's usually a week. (laughs) air two of things felt good then another week of what the fuck but then another week of shit is great so you know i'm really enjoying the things are great weeks same very much so the same uh so yeah so we gotta look you know sometimes y'all get long weekly recaps sometimes y'all get life is good life is good so we can have right into pop culture then what is up 
Oh, so you say you seen how Summer Walker finally told us she was pregnant after she lied and told us she wasn't pregnant after we already knew she was pregnant because she clearly <laughs> was pregnant in the video that she said that we was trying to assume that she was pregnant. <laughs> now she just don't come like surprise. It's not a surprise, sis. We already we knew. knew. We knew. We knew. And also, but did you see, um, apparently there's some issues going on with uh, London on the track, who is Summer Walker's baby's father, and his other, his current baby mother. And she had already told us that Summer Walker was pregnant too, but apparently she um, doesn't have custody of the child right now, and London on the track does. And she's alleging that she hasn't been able to see her son. Mm. I know. Well, we hate to hear that. Yeah, we hate to hear that. I don't know, Summer Girl. I don't know what kind of situation you getting in with you in uh, London on the track, but congratulations nonetheless, I guess. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, is like, obviously, I really don't want to. I mean, ugh, I really hate this because you know me, I'm the queen of it's really none of our business. So what we yeah. think doesn't really matter. But I will say this because it has been out in media so much lately. And I believe even um, she herself had posted at one point something about, and that was very recent about being single and being, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, single. And she very, she very may well still be single and just has decided to, you know, carry this child, you know what I mean? And they're going to do the co-parenting thing. We don't really fully know, I don't think. But it just is no, because before she announced a uh, baby bump, she also posted me and my man still good picture. Like they was like laid up on each other. Like, so. Okay. So, yeah. So they decided that they're going to keep trying and, you know, whatever. But I just, I just wish them the best because from what we've seen, it does seem to be very hot and cold, very on and off. Um, and, you know, that it, Stuff like that, if your relationship is already going through those type of things, having a child does not make it easier, to be honest, because not now, now, not only are you guys having those issues, but you're also raising a little human being that until you have your first child, you don't realize how, how demanding that is going to be of you. So I just, like I said, I'm wishing them both the best. And I hope that if this relationship is what they want, that they're able to, you know, do the healing and do everything necessary to create the best life possible for them and the child because right now it's looking real I don't know I'm with you my sentiments exactly mm-hmm. um moving on I just thought this was just a sentiment of how ghetto our country is because <laughs> <laughs> For Joe Biden to be sending out a tweet talking about some, here's the deal. Because President Trump refuses to concede and is delaying the transition, we have to fund it ourselves and need your help. If you're able, chip in to help fund the Biden-Harris transition. I'm sorry, sir. Start paying for presidents. We got to pay to have a new president in this Like... It's just some. This election has brought on some new stuff that I ain't never in my life heard this of. Like, we got to fundraise for the president. I'm. Well, this is the thing. No, this is what I want to make clear that people I really don't think realize this. This is really when you be asking where are my tax dollars going, and the fact of the matter is, this is like capitalism at its finest. Like they're literally asking us to they're asking the nation to fund like during COVID. the election i don't know during i don't the think, pandemic like, during the time where the unemployment rate is out it's ridiculous and people are losing their jobs left and right and then you still want us to donate for the transition of power this <laughs> just sounds yes g-h-e-t-t-o that's wild though just asking American citizens like we ain't already going through enough and then here y'all go I don't know I also want to I'm gonna have to research that more because the whole idea of like campaign costs 
the donations though, I feel like they get way more donations than it has to be in cost. Like, cause the donations, if, if the costs are a million, sometimes those donations be like two, oh, they wrote, they raised $3.4 million in campaign donations. Honestly, this Does that year, pay the what campaign ain't even going to because at, was there even a campaign? We had one debate. <laughs> um, like it was literally just the we doing what we gotta do type situation. So where was the camp what was the funds necessary for anyway? And the way they was blowing us up via text messages about the campaign and donating, I was also side eyeing like what what do y'all need the money for? Like who who's honestly y'all y'all don't even be responding and donating to the text that's what i need to know who's actually responding and donating to the text if you're a person that's out there and you're donating to the political campaigns please let me know because i'm very curious as to how and why you're doing such things you know seriously though like not even trying to be funny please I'm actually curious too, for real. No, like I'm genuine. I'm not even trying to be funny. Like I'm genuinely. Because there, there may be something that we don't know. Like, because I mean, to an extent I can see, because now that I think about it, there are a lot of people that go on the campaign trails with the um, the candidate or whatever. And maybe the cost goes to paying like for salaries for those people, you know what I mean? To work while they're traveling and doing all of this and like, Maybe there the information is somewhere where okay no these are actual costs this this is what they um, accumulate over the course of the thing and like this is how the donations are split because right now it's sounding like a, a real big like I ain't gonna call it a scam but it's definitely sounding like you know it's giving me real it's, it's giving me process vibes <laughs> like. I don't even, is the transition of power even going to happen? Like, I don't really know. It's definitely giving me, like, we just trying to get a bag because this whole thing is probably about to crash anyway. (laughs) Support. I don't know. I just, I just, let us know. Let us know. And we can look at that. Yeah. So moving on, some spicy news. So you know how we was already talking about um well actually I don't know if we were talking about that here or on our other show I really have to get a, a better handle on what we discussed on mindful bs and what we discussed on foreground chicks but anyway we were talking about real housewives somewhere and we were talking about how the trailer was basically um the only thing that they really like highlighted for real was whatever did or did not happen at Cynthia's bachelorette party mm, that was for brown chicks yeah so mm-hmm. again y'all can go check that out in our watch and review section of for brown chicks um but a story came out you know tanya tanya who's on the show she actually has refused to stop filming uh the current season because she doesn't like how the production is trying to make it look like the whole thing so apparently it was her and Portia who supposedly did something with a male stripper off camera um allegedly so now Tanya uh, so is not happy about the uh stripper sex incident being heavily promoted so she's just decided to walk away from the show mid-production period they said she they don't even know if she about to um show up to the reunion So I feel like if you feel that strongly, maybe it's get a little spicy. I don't know. Spicy, spicy. That's what I'm saying. So I guess we just got to watch the show to see what the allegations were. But I think that's very interesting that the tea was so hot that she felt like she just needed to exit from the spotlight before the spotlight even came. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole, that's wild though. I don't know. Um, You got to wait until December to actually watch it because that's when it comes back out, right? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, I'm gonna be tuning in for sure. Oh, I'm definitely gonna be uh, tuning in as well. You already know. 
All right, the um other thing that I got is remember Jeremiah? Yeah, the singer. Mm-hmm. He was having a real hard time with COVID a, a, earlier this uh, week. He was in the ICU. It wasn't looking good like they thought uh, it was going to take a turn for the uh, worse. But it actually came out that he's actually doing much better now. So I just wanted to, I like to hear the COVID turnaround stories because I'm tired of hearing all the stories about losing people. I like to hear that people are doing better. Yes, yes, definitely. And as always, like if you are going to be out and about, you guys, please just be safe. You know, use good judgment. Good, good judgment. Um, we understand both sides of it. You know, wanting to still feel like you have a little bit of like a, a normal life where you get to enjoy yourself. But you know, we care about it. honestly anyone that supports this show. And we have so many people like write to us and send us stuff. Like you guys are really a part of like our community and we just wish well for all of you guys. So just make sure you're taking care of yourselves. And it's so great to hear that um, Jeremiah is doing better. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, so did you watch the versus battle girl? Mm-hmm. Yay. In so, it. You already know. No, hey. <laughs> so I wasn't particularly team Jeezy or team Gucci. I was just here as a representative for the culture. I knew it was going to be a turn up. I actually felt like nostalgic about both of their songs. There was music that that both of them played that took me back to a time, baby, when life was good, simple, easy, when I was turning up in the club, when I was a part of the little twerk team, when, you know, when things was just good and ratchet, a good time. I really enjoyed that. However, there was some very thick tension in the room. Apparently, uh, there was some underlying beef between uh, Gucci and G. So that's more than beef. Uh, I guess if somebody had put a hit out on my head, I would definitely feel some kind of way about them for sure. But I wasn't privy to the you know, the whole situation. I was just here uh, for the music and I was turned the whole time, even though I was scared sometimes because I didn't know how things was going to escalate. It looked like things was going to escalate uh, a couple of times and that had me like, oh shit. But for the most part, I, I enjoyed the music though. That's what I can say for sure. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's interesting though because one thing I will say with the verses is if you think about it low-key, the last few um big ones have all been between people where there is some type of rivalry or beef or right. you know what I mean with Jeezy and um Gucci with Loki Monica and Brandy we all knew that there was a history there even with Patty and what's the name you know they get they get catty too okay mm-hmm. so um I think it's interesting that they've been including a lot more of those type of artists performing together um I think a part of it is nice for the culture because again, as a community, we get to see maybe people who had uh, issues that were publicized kind of like put a stamp that like, okay, maybe, you know, we can still coexist. We can still work together. You know what I mean? We can still acknowledge each other's uh, greatness, so to speak. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. But and the other part of me kind of feels like, okay, well, is, is it like just a marketing thing? Because obviously people, People are going to want to tune in so they can see if they're going to get more of the backstory or, you know, get some of that stuff. So I don't know, but I I enjoy myself too. I too was turned up in the house. Um, I haven't gone out since the pandemic. So this was literally, I felt like I was having a night, you know, a little mom night. I had me a beverage. Mm-hmm. Little tire was right. Something that came on and it was just me and Bree. Sometimes it'd be a disadvantage to just, it just being you and your kid all the time because you be forgetting like they not there to assist they just your kid I'm sitting there jamming bricks come I'm like all right what you know about this Bree? she like nothing because I'm sick (laughs) are you okay like but it was just cool like um it was definitely uh, the live was going with the comments it was just cool Oh, yes. Honestly, the commentary. The commentary low is key, always the best part, for real. Low-key, y'all really, I don't know. I don't know if they just be showing up genuinely. They probably just show up genuinely, but some of the commentary, that really makes the show. 
that makes the show so that's pretty cool but yeah so let us know if you guys watched that and what your thoughts were as well yes we did a poll most of the people i will say this because if you responded to the uh post that we did online most of people said that they thought jay-z won though oh that's what they said Mm -hmm. i seen debates about it afterwards but i just you know for me those things don't never really have a winner for real it's just like we should just appreciate i usually just appreciate both things that the artist brought to the verses yeah yeah, but yeah, it definitely did. So that was interesting to see. All right. Well, I don't have any more pop culture import. Do you? Nope. All right. Um. So we can move on to our main topic. Um. Our new season started a couple months ago, and now I feel like that was our first like episode, which was our friendship episode when we were talking about our friendship and what happened and blah, blah, blah. It's been a while since we did a friendship episode, and I just feel like this is a good uh, time, like right before the holidays and stuff, to just go over like, you know, where me and Shani's friendships are, how it's been just dealing with friends uh differently this year just because you know COVID and how it might have changed your relationship with some of your friends and are there new things that you're doing have you made more friends like just all kind of things we just want to cover the friend scope 2020 yeah so I'm actually really excited that we made this one the meeting of the minds because um this week I think even for, to just touch on me and Bianca's friendship for the most part, or first, um, there was something that happened earlier this week where we really actually kind of had a moment, well, at least I did, and I really kind of shared with her that I was like, you know what, I think, you know, there are some boundaries, well, not really boundaries, but I don't want to, y'all don't need to know everything we talk about, but, you know, there are things in our relationship um, that, for me, there may be some codependencies there with, I don't know how to explain it like especially with Bianca I think we talked about this before a lot like whenever we get together it's a good time but we also do a lot of brainstorming together like a lot of ideas when we're together like it's always just create like so much creative energy so naturally we want to um you know work together a lot too um but and you guys know I'm like pretty pretty introverted so for me, especially with doing projects with Bianca, it's always so nice because I know like she has so much character, so much personality that sometimes it I, it kind of gives me like what I want, which is like to be kind of laid back and I have to say much, you know what I mean? And just kind of go with the flow. But then I get on here and I remember the first go of our show, y'all, y'all used to call me out every week. Oh, I thought Shawnee was finally about to share something, but she didn't. Oh, I thought... So um, I realized for me, which is like I said, one of the things I shared with Bianca, I was like, one of the things that I appreciate about our friendship is that like, she's allowed me to see like, what it's like to walk in that type of energy. But I was like, I'm also realizing that now it's, you know, there was a codependency there for me, because I would just kind of be like, okay, well, I don't want to do that. But I have a friend where, you know, as long as we're together, as long as we're working on something together, like, she can bring that. And I'm realizing that I just feel like I'm, I have to find my own voice you know what I mean I have to speak up I have to share more so I don't know that's like one of the things I told her I was like basically just letting her know so she can hold me accountable and making sure you know I stay on top of it which is interesting for me because just like how Shani feels like she has her codependency in our relationship is relying on me to kind of take the attention off her because shiny just doesn't like attention like i feel like we're equally as as skilled but shiny likes her shit to be in the background like she's perfectly okay with y'all like acknowledging her art and talent she don't need acknowledgement for it for real like but she wants to do it but she wants to do it in the back but i feel like for me i have a codependency on shiny in a way Shani, I feel like she just 
does stuff like she makes me feel like I don't know like she brings different things out of me like I feel like before I met Shani there was no way that I would ever in my life think I wouldn't work a regular job like I would never think it would be possible for me to think that the only thing that I can do is like work climb the corporate ladder blah blah shiny really opened my, my eyes to the idea that like no like if that's not what you want you don't have to do like there's other ways like and sometimes I feel like I don't believe in myself enough and I look for shiny to be like no you can do this no you and I feel like not even just with shiny but just with people in general I've been really finding out is I really need to start trusting me I relied on my friends a lot I relied on their company um I rely on their opinions and I relied on just them a lot more than I really realized that I did and I feel like now I'm really realizing like I don't not necessarily saying like I don't need them because obviously of course I need my friends but I don't need what I thought I needed from them you know like I don't need their validation and I don't need their opinions and they're good like they're like obviously these are people close to me so I'm welcome to them I care but at the same time I really have to operate in a space where I trust Bianca's intuition about every single thing so I feel like that's what I really like about me and Shani's friendship is we we are taking very different things from each other but we're also giving to our relationship as well and we give to each other in the areas that we actually need and it's not like tit for tat what our relationship it's not like shiny buys me coffee so I buy her drinks blah, blah blah it's like shiny knows that I need this so she does that but I shiny don't like leaving the house so if I'm out <laughs> like and she needs something like I know that that's something that I could do as her friend that's helpful because I know she you know she don't like doing that <laughs> <laughs> you really make me sound like a homebody <laughs> I'm just saying but like shiny like I, like I said on the finance like two weeks ago when the finances shit when my finances were rough as fuck shiny could hold me down in that area because that's the area that she could hold me down in I just really appreciate that we know where we are in a relationship and nothing is questioned like yeah we equally can appreciate what we offer each other and it's so interesting though because I feel like I feel like everything that we've experienced with our friendship, like even like we talked about in the, our first episode back, even the situation before where we didn't talk for like a couple months, I feel like because we've, ha- we've been challenged with those obstacles, it's forced us to better communicate, you know, who we are, what we like, what we dislike, you know what I mean? Our, our boundaries with each other, which has in turn just allowed our, our friendship to just truly continue to like develop, you know what I mean? And like, to get better I'm telling y'all it's so weird I can literally I know what Bianca thinks (laughs) I really cannot I I honestly wish y'all could listen to some of me and Shani's conversations because the way she imitates and like I'll call her and I'll be like girl and she'll be like and I know you already over there like and (laughs) and and y'all everything that she say is literally exactly what I'm thinking though because that's (laughs) exactly how I be all my down to the over the top thoughts like she (laughs) the other day she had me laughing for like 30 minutes the way she narrated this whole situation and how it would play out because it was spot on like the accuracy is crazy (laughs) like she would be me and her in some of the situations and it'd be so hilarious (laughs) sometimes I'd be her and another like the other part like any situation I know exactly exactly how it it goes like it's crazy but like I get done telling her a story and she like and you was over there like (laughs) (laughs) even when it be shit that I do not want to admit that that's exactly how I felt she know exactly how even when I try to act like that's not how I felt she know that's exactly how and it's funny because I even call her out when I know she lying and she like okay and (laughs) 
And it's like, I know, but it's, but we say all that to say, like, I feel like we've gotten to that point where, and it's the same thing. Like there are things about me that Bianca just already knows too. And I'd be like, yep, you are. And so what? Like, but I think, like I said, because we've been constantly challenged in our relationship. And I think one thing that's nice is so many times when people make new friends, they try to transform themselves to fit whatever the other person needs or wants. And I think that was one of the things with me and Bianca is that we are both kind of like very firm in who we are. So it's like <laughs> no real. So it was like shiny coming like, well, these are my boundaries. And I'm like, okay, bitch, but this is me as your friend. So what, what are we going to do here? Which is so interesting because we recently both found out that we're both life path number ones too, which are like, people who lead again just kind of are used to like kind of setting the tone for how things are going to be but (laughs) and when we both found out that we was both life five ones shiny like that makes so much sense (laughs) like and i was like yeah it definitely makes so much sense now but going through all of those things is what has allowed us to kind of be where we are as friends now um so we wanted to give y'all an update on where we are i think things are going pretty well yeah, so for those of you out there who are like, because you know, Bianca's so mean to Shawnee and she gives her no grace. No, we're good. Like, everything is good. Y'all, she's never going to let that email go. I just want y'all know, to know that. <laughs> <laughs> going to keep bringing up whenever it fucking applies. Oh my goodness. But um, the next part we want to talk about is I want to say about uh, boundaries because I know Shani just said that we both are uh, firm and like who we are but another thing that I feel like Shani's friendship has taught me is the importance of boundaries when we were first friends I didn't understand like why she didn't want to tell me everything about herself and why I was always venting to her and she I felt like she wasn't venting to me or why I knew stuff about her that she didn't know about me but the more we go on in our friendship and the more I just develop um as a person I can totally understand just the importance the importance of discernment and I feel like we feel like our friends should know every aspect about us. At least for me, I feel like my friends should know every as- aspect about me and what's going on in my life. And that's what classifies me as a good friend. But what I'm learning is that that just because I'm very open with you, that doesn't necessarily make me a better friend. You know what I'm saying? That's just mm-hmm. me being more open and more vulnerable, which is fine. But if I'm not like that, with my friends that doesn't make me a bad friend and that's something that I had to learn for myself like I can pick and share information and just and I can have different relationships with different type of people and I feel like that is also something that you know I had to learn as as an adult that my relationships and my friendships although I try to nurture all of them they all are very different yeah. Because yeah. people have different boundaries. Yeah. I and I think that's something I agree that you definitely, especially um, you definitely begin to realize that as you become an adult and that there's nothing wrong with them all looking different. And also realizing that that doesn't mean that, you know, one friendship is necessarily better than the other, or you know what I mean, or less than than the other. Like they're all different. Um and it should really be embraced because I feel like as just people in general, a lot of times we like to compare everywhere. We kind of live in like a comparison age where you try to compare everything that you do, including like your relationships and your friendships to, well, how is, you know, the relationship or friendship in comparison to theirs or in comparison to like a celebrity friendship or whatever. But we really should just stop doing that and just, I don't know, just embrace what makes them all different and not try to force, you know, what works for these two, you know, on whatever the friendship is now or whatever. But I don't know. I feel like this is, I've learned the most about friendships. I think, honestly, I would say that 2020 has been a major year in like developing relationships for me, especially like friendships. I feel like I've gotten so much better with relationships this year and maybe it's because we are all virtual so it's forced us to just communicate like I we keep saying communicate more and like really get to the bottom of things but 
I feel like it's been a great year for, um, I don't know, getting past some of the obstacles I've had with relationships in the past. I feel like it's definitely been an eye-opening eye-opening year for me as well as relationships. Just for um, as I'm, I I share with you guys before that I'm really just on this journey of being my authentic self and being me at all times, and and that's with everybody that's in my life. But it's also just about how I genuinely want to approach everything in my life as well. My friends, how I want to. Um, approach my romantic relationships and things like that and I think it's been good to you know obviously I've been one of those people who've been conscious try to be conscious of other people's boundaries but I feel like it's been good for me to actually establish some boundaries of my own like it actually has shown me that I don't have any boundaries with my friends for real and maybe that I should start placing some you know I always feel guilty or I always feel bad um and I just feel like it's because like I'm going out of my way to um try to be like the ultimate friend but what what I'm realizing is there is no ultimate friend like we're adults like there's so much happening like just getting through a day is a task in itself so there of course like your friends aren't they can't it's impossible for them to meet these certain expectations that we be trying to put on people like between being a mom and being an adult and then like trying to balance these projects and like you know just on the pursuit of genuine happiness some stuff really do like it can't take the forefront you know what I'm saying like if I couldn't talk to you that day I'm sorry if I couldn't send a text back I'm sorry if I didn't let you know about something that I was working on I'm not doing it maliciously or unintentionally I'm genuinely just trying to get by and sometimes it gets lost in the shuffle I love all my friends like I appreciate every single relationship that I have with them. I'm never trying to, um, you know, make them feel some kind of way. Cause I know sometimes I'm busy. Like I, I, I will put out, like Shani said, she didn't even know about the book until it was done. Like I might decide to do something and I might not share it. Sometimes I'm impulsive. So sometimes I can't even wait. Like I just put stuff out and I just do it. Cause I'm impulsive as well. So I'm never like maliciously trying to like not include anybody or anything that I'm doing. But I'm also just really getting to a space where uh, while I'm trying to reach these things, I may need to like take, I'm taking more time for myself, to be honest. And I feel like that's good. Like, because I need that. Like I need to continue to define me without so many outside voices in my head you know mm-hmm. and y'all and, and I'm and I'm also in this real state of like I don't care anybody who is close in my life can vouch like I just don't um I just can't give any extra energy to anything that's not putting me on my highest path so it's just like opinions views like if things that you don't like what I'm doing like I just can't care. And that's just the reality of the situation. Yeah, that's kind of low-key been her, like, motto for the year. It really has, like, yeah. my mom be like, because we know you don't care, but, and I'm like. It's like her unapologetically myself tour, you know? It is, because it's so, that really has been so important to me, y'all. I I struggle with existing, and I really feel like it's just, I don't know. I told y'all before how I feel I feel a lot of different things as far as not even this gonna sound weird but a lot of time I really just don't feel like I don't belong here like I'm not like amongst the rest of the people it's just weird so for me I just be like it's so important for me to define who I am because I feel as though I don't really identify with anyone which is fine because I'm an individual but like I really feel like I need to be so solid on me because I really question a lot that exists in this world for real 
So that's why I'm trying to be unapologetically me because I feel like as a part of, you know, my life mission and who I am and what I'm trying to influence, I too want to encourage other people to literally live their life on their own terms, be unapologetic themselves and love and embrace the person that they are. So I can't be on these platforms preaching that kind of stuff if I'm not authentically living that. And that's why it's been so important for me this year to really define and clarify who I am because I want to encourage people to do the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So real. So um, that's kind of been the update on us and our friendship and just how our perspectives and ideals on friendships have kind of evolved, um, you know, since the last time we spoke with you. Mm-hmm. Now, another thing we did want to touch on really, really quickly um, was just like just friendships in general throughout, um, you know, social distancing and quarantining and the pandemic um beyond like for you personally do you feel like you've experienced any major changes anything that has been like a pain point or like you feel like uncomfortable with now um since all of this happened I mean obviously I was like a very social person I used to have gatherings with all my friends all the time I don't do that. We obviously don't do that anymore. I feel like I see all of my friends less, obviously, um, within this pandemic. But honestly, I haven't seen a really seen like a difference in our relationships. We might not communicate as much, but I don't feel like less communication automatically indicates change in relationship. If it does, I feel like, you know, the the person, whoever feels like something is different should actually just say that it's different and communicate but if you don't what I don't feel like any of my relationships are different due to COVID now I do think about certain things like if people have an event and they invite me do I go how do I really feel are they going to feel some kind of way if I say actually I don't feel comfortable coming to that restaurant that you're having your birthday dinner at or I love you girl but I seen you kicking it extra hard and I don't know it just don't seem like you know I'm trying to be exposed to you for the next 14 days like are they gonna be offended (laughs) are they gonna be offended by that so those are the kind of things that um I I worry about in a friendship but I feel like me and all my girls have really really we really all on the same page about how we've been operating through COVID so I ain't had no concerns with my general close friends um Paige had a gathering we were there I was at the gathering um Shani like I mean she was packing her stuff up to be in the house anyway but when I see her like it's cool um I still see Ray she live out of state but and you know I don't never see Jazz anyway but <laughs> um all I'm saying is the people that I'm like really that I'm like really close to you know I've seen them it's been cool COVID ain't really changed that, but I can see how COVID may have impacted relationships is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I think that's been the toughest part. I, I'm kind of like you. I haven't had to do it very often, but every now and then I do have to like, when someone will ask to like stop by or come hang out or um, invite me somewhere, it's kind of like a, oh, okay, like, have you been quarantining? Like, it feels uncomfortable to ask those questions. But again, for me personally, it's not a risk that I'm willing to take. So I'm going to ask. As uncomfortable as it is, I'm going to ask and I'll make a decision after I get the answers. So that has been uncomfortable. What? I remember the one time I have a brother that I, uh, he's my biological brother, but I never met him in person because he lives in California. Now I remember this summer he was supposed to come and I was supposed to meet up with him. And that's when me and Shani was still in person and recording. And I remember me telling her, like, I'm going to see my brother. And she like, that's great, but I probably won't record for you for at least 14 days. And she, and I wasn't offended because like, yeah that's that's what we live in I actually didn't even up meeting up with him though so we didn't even have to go through all that but it was real and I wasn't offended and that's just the kind of times that we live in Mm -hmm. 
And if, if someone does you like that, like, please don't try to take it like offensively. It's really not every, we understand that everyone has different views on the severity of COVID-19. So, you know, everyone's going to obviously pick where they, they land on the spectrum. So if someone feels more strongly about it than you do, don't hold that against them. And if someone feels least strongly about it than you do, then obviously you can feel free to disagree, but ain't no point in us bashing each other or, you know what I mean? Like trying to make each other feel bad for how they feel. Just accept that if they're not tolerating it, they're not tolerating it. Which goes back to what we've always just been stressing through this whole episode. It's just like the importance of communication because y'all could, you could find yourself in a situation where it did offend your friend that you didn't come to the event, but they didn't say nothing. Uh, but they just noted that and that and that's another thing that I feel like as adults and friendships we got to start saying something like the it's not okay to be like microaggressive with your friends as an adult I feel like as an adult if something is wrong you need to just speak up and say what it is that bothered you so y'all can move forward I hate to have to figure out if someone is mad at me or if something is wrong because obviously I'm sensitive so of course I don't want my friends or loved ones to be upset with me but two I don't feel like I should have to play investor gadget with somebody about if there's an issue especially I'm not going to know there's an issue if you don't tell me because unless I something like happens I'm just not going to know and sometimes people may be upset about things that I don't even realize is an issue so for me it's like very important for people to communicate their issues with me because I'm open I want to address them sure but I can't address them if they're not there so instead of just being mad and not saying anything or or trying to let me know in other ways without saying I I don't like that like I appreciate when my friends just come to me like hey I honestly didn't like when you did such and such and then I could be like oh okay well tell me how that make me feel another thing that I'm also working on is though before if someone was coming to me and they was telling me how they felt about something I would instantly disregard how I felt about the situation and just accommodate whatever it is that they said they didn't like now please bring to me your concern but I still am going to evaluate if I felt like I was in the wrong or not and if I'm not in the wrong then I'm going to express that you felt some kind of way, but I'm not apologizing for every single thing anymore. Yeah. And I feel like that's valid. Yeah. So in conclusion, obviously you guys know how important friendship is to me as a person, just because I just value relationships in general. Um, But I also feel like what I'm learning for myself is as, as important as those friendships are to me, I also want people to respect me in the friendship as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm changing and I'm not doing anything detrimental, just accept me for who I am, you know, at that moment. As long as I'm not doing nothing that, because obviously I'm really going through something, y'all, for real. <laughs> but as, as long as I, I'm not doing anything that's like detrimental to me, that's it's making me unhappy that's harmful just roll with it y'all I'm just <laughs> I just feel like when you be friends with people for a long time they just have they really just have these expectations and they have this view of you and when you start changing they feel like you're acting funny but it's really not acting funny it's just you know growing yeah that's real um yeah and I think for me I'm just at the space now where I'm trying to open myself up more when it comes to like friendships. I know I've been very just, I don't know, out the way. Relationships has always, have always been like a very uh, interesting thing for me because I am so introverted and like I don't necessarily care to like, I don't know, like branch off and then like invest I don't know like so much time and energy into like things that you know may or may not I know (laughs) you know work out um yeah I've just I just don't do it but it is something that I'm working on more I'm going to try to be more active on actual social media 
Um, you know, I'm gonna start, like I said, I've been talking to more people and just like getting to know people. And it's actually, I don't know, it's kind of nice because you meet people who have stories and experiences that you would have never thought of. And it's like, it can be so enlightening. Um, so yeah. Another thing, real quick before we uh, we close out, sometimes we get in these spaces with our friends and we feel like that they don't align with us anymore. And that's okay, but then we get offended if we suddenly don't align with them anymore. And that you have to realize that just like you feel like somebody is in alignment with you, they can feel like that you're no longer in alignment with them. And that's okay too. Like sometimes we really are just in different spaces and for whatever it is, um, you know, time has our purposes in each other's lives have, may have expired, but that's okay too. I feel like we should value all the relationships and the experiences and the lessons that we learn from that from that friendship, whether it works or not. Just like we take life lessons away from our relationships or romantically, we should take the same um, life lessons away from our platonic relationships as well. Absolutely. So um, yeah, that's going to wrap up this week's Meeting of the Mind segment. Um, let us know how it has been for you um, as you navigate friendships throughout social distancing and quarantining and everything that's going on right now. Um, and then as always, feel free to give us any comments or feedback or anything like that. Please don't forget to like um, our podcast. You can like our podcast on SoundCloud and on Apple Music. Anything just so that we can continue to reach more people and, I don't know, hopefully make relatable content for you guys. If y'all don't like our content, let us know that too because then maybe you mean with like, is there an issue? Like, do I need to spice it up? Like, what is it? Because like, we honestly y'all, well, we'll get into it next time, but we do have a fun episode coming up that may or may not uh, allow Bianca to live out her love of karaoke, kind of, <laughs> kind of. So, but we'll give you guys more information on that when it comes. Um, but yeah, that wraps it up this week. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we hope you have an amazing week. We will see you guys next Monday. And if you, like we said before, if you're looking for an extra dose of us, catch us on Four Brown Chicks. Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. What, Bianca? Go ahead, girl. I did just want to say to all my star players out there, y'all know who y'all are, my friends. Really love and appreciate y'all. Y'all really get me through a lot. And um, if I ever come into large streams of money like George Clooney, best believe, baby, y'all going to be taken care of because I looks out for mine. Period. <laughs> Well, there you have it. If you're a star <laughs> player, uh, pack your bag. You may be taking a flight in the near future. Private just an island quarantines, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> Big energy. That's what I'm talking about. Come through then. No, okay. speaking it all. Okay, right. You mean you might as well. Um, but yeah. So thank you guys, and we will see you next week. Bye.